Hey gamers, we're back. What's going on, partners? We're better than ever. Um, and you're back here. We you're see. back here. Oh, what have you done this time? Well, actually, I'm in the lockup today. You're in the lockup today because I I was a little I was quite late, and I kept Sheriff Omar waiting. Only so about two hours. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> so I'm also one of you guys today. I'm yeah. an outlaw. We've got I, our very own Desperado in set. In set. Episode two. Yeah. It, but we're here. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Sheriff Ella, what are we going to be talking about today? We're going to be doing conspiracy theories. Yeah, that's exciting. I'm very excited for this. Um, I personally watched a lot of Shane Dawson. <laughs> Wait, I probably... Oh, no. <laughs> and you're the one scared of getting cancelled. Okay. And you're saying, talking about Shane Let Dawson. Let me premise... Like, okay, this was probably like 2015. His conspiracy theory videos. Right. Don't lie. Don't act like you weren't. I wasn't. You weren't. I never got weren't. into Shane Dawson, no. They were so good. I was more of a Smosh guy back time. in the day. Oh. I like the classic Smosh. So I'm happy it's back. <laughs> okay, well, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a little anecdote I want to share with you. Go ahead. Because, well, what do you think about when you think of conspiracy theories like you know flat earthers mm -hmm. um what what's the what, 9 11 was an inside job yeah That's yeah pretty pretty common one watergate yeah yeah um another one is chemtrails that's like a funny <laughs> one i think okay um because apparent there was like i was reading apparent there's like a survey and there's 17 percent of america believes that there's something in the chemtrails put out by like the planes and that it's like poisoning the food we eat. Oh. 17%. That's like that, quite that's a quite bit. High. That's yeah. quite high. But it is America. Yeah. I would kind of expect it to be higher in America. No, that no, no shade <laughs> to Americans. Any Americans out there? Um, American, out in the real American West. Wow. Yeah. Oh. oh. We got any real sheriffs listening? <laughs> we got any. <laughs> if you're if you're a sheriff, get, send us your DMs at, at um, sheriffs of nothing. Sheriffs of nothing. Instagram. Make sure we'll you're following you guys yeah. because we're gonna be posting reels, stories. It's all gonna be happening. All your favorite sheriffs of nothing content, all exactly. in one place. Um, but one of my favorite videos ever is that birds aren't real conspiracy theorist. <laughs> Have you seen him on the news? I think so and he I think he goes so. on the news and he just like takes a sip. Of like water or something, and he just like vomits it back out on live, live <laughs> TV, and while he's claiming the birds aren't real. I think <laughs> it was a piss take. I I don't actually think he believed it. Well, I've I think the first line on the birds aren't real Wikipedia page <laughs> is that it's it's a satirical yeah. conspiracy theory, yeah, meant to make fun of conspiracy theories or something. But it's just so funny. He went on the news and just vomited all over his laptop. I've it never seen that before. It makes me laugh every time I watch it. I, I'm going to show you this it after. Okay. Um, another one I was wanted to talk about was um, the Alan Jones one where he said that the chemicals in the water are turning the, the frogs, frogs gay. gay. Yes. That was a that was a big moment. Alex Jones, I think, not Alex Alan Jones. Jones. Alan? Alex? Alex Jones. Uh, Infowars. Yeah. Guy. Isn't it Alan Jones? I think it's Alex Jones. We're going to look real stupid in a know. minute. Let me look this up. A dirty past of mine, a little dirty secret, is that I used to be 
big into that, you know, Jordan Peterson. What? Bench <gasps> are you for, are you yeah, joking? Back in like year seven. <gasps> I just we got so pulled, need to do I an episode of that. The, I had no idea. The, you know, anti SJW, anti feminist <gasps> rabbit hole. We so and have I to got do an episode. Down, and now I've pulled like a, a full one eighty. Yeah. You know? Oh my <laughs> god, I'm so glad. I'm Imagine if you'd too. stayed. You would have been it's an scary. Andrew Tate dude. I would have been an Andrew Tate dude. <gasps> a a gym cell. You would have been scary. We wouldn't have been <laughs> friends. Omar. I, I'm recovered. I got into I got into the law business, you know, controlling the ruffians. <laughs> <laughs> I moved away from that life of crime. <laughs> you, Sheriff, you've gone the opposite way. I know. Turning to tardiness. <laughs> 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 okay, so who's going to start us off with our first? I think you go... You go with your first one. Okay. Okay. I'm actually so excited to talk about this. This is Larry. Yes. <laughs> You've been going on and on about this oh even before we were going to film this episode. Yes. Not because I am a Larry, but because oh. I just... <laughs> okay. Okay. Let, let's start from the beginning. Okay. So the Larry Stylinson conspiracy <laughs> theory. Is that what they call it? Yeah. Larry Stylinson. Okay. It's a... Mix of Harry Styles and Louis Tomlinson. It's their ship name. Okay. So, on the 23rd of July, 2010, One Direction was formed on The X Factor. Harry was 16 at the time and Louis was 18. So... Oh, oh, I, forbidden I, romance. Yeah, a little, right? Because that's, that's a bit cheeky, isn't it? I just thought I should add in the ages because that's a little interesting yes. fact. Um, and I just wanted <laughs> to... To read out the subreddit, um, what is it like the byline, the slogan that communities have? It's I like don't know. the anyway. So it's R slash Larry Stylinson. There comes a time when a bland, a, <laughs> sorry, there comes a time when a blind man takes your hand and says, "Can't you see? A community for those who know the truth." <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that? <laughs> See, when you first when you first told this to me, I'd never heard of this. I'd never been like big into One Direction. Neither. Except for this one One Direction animation that I watched. Yeah, maybe what back was into that? Like twenty seventeen. I, I looked it up. It was like oh the 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 adventurous somethings. I don't know, but they were like all superheroes or something, all the members of One Direction, and <laughs> <laughs> and they were oh it was just the weirdest thing and they kept like bringing up little little fact cards in the bottom right corner about you know Harry Styles actually has four nipples and Harry Styles <laughs> like the <laughs> favorite foods tacos oh and that's I think all I know I what you're talking about you do I have a vague memory and they had the funny voices yeah yes I, the only thing I remember from that like solidly is, is that he had four nipples he had four nipples and one line that was like um like. A soft taco is hard to find, but a hard taco is good to find. Something like that. When Harry Styles orders tacos to impress some girl. That's beautiful. Know. Yeah. But the girl part is wrong. Because according was, to the Larrys. It was Larry. It was Louie all Louis, along. Sorry. What, why, why is this not just a ship? Why is this a conspiracy theory okay. and not just a fan ship? Okay. I watched a lot of... <laughs> Larry Proof on YouTube. Okay. There are full feature-length films. Like, I'm talking two and a half hours of footage of these men, these boys, just, like, hugging or being affectionate towards each other. Damn. And it's, it's a little bit crazy. 
because <laughs> like majority of the clips are them like hugging or apparently like they'll be singing and they change like a pronoun from like her to him and okay. they talk and like a, they're supposedly like singing to each other and that the rest of the band knew that they were like together but their management the, there was like restrictions. I guess so. You can like say that you're even in a relationship either. Yeah. Because the whole point of the boy bands is to prey on, you know, the female youth. Exactly. I am going to come to that. Okay. Because that's like an interesting point. But yes. So, let and then we get to Baby Gate. Baby Gate. Have you heard of Baby Gate? I've not heard of Baby Gate. <laughs> so, Baby Gate is kind of like a conspiracy within the conspiracy of the Larry. <laughs> It's like <laughs> it's like conspiracy squared. The the baby gate scandal. What is baby gate? Okay, so in 2015, Louis had a baby with his makeup artist, whose name was Brianna Youngworth. Okay. And the Larrys did not like this, no. obviously. Obviously. And as Wikipedia puts it, um, to cope with this cognitive dissonance, they like came up with the theory <laughs> <laughs> that preg- the pregnancy was a PR stunt. Okay. So they were like, no, like Harry and Louis are in a committed relationship at this very moment. There's no way he could have gotten this girl pregnant. And some people even went as far as trying to track her menstrual cycle to prove that she wasn't ovulating. There's no limits to where conspiracy theorists will go. That, like, that, how would you even begin to do that to a stranger? Yeah, what would you? (laughs) No, no, I'm thinking too deep about this. I'm going to stop. But I read that and I was like, oh, but that's crazy. Um, So anyway, I've got some more quote unquote proof um, of the Larry, the Larry legitimacy. Okay. So Styles and Tomlinson have matching tattoos. So Harry Styles got a rose tattooed on his, somewhere on his body, I don't know where. And... Every like all of these fans like flooded Louis' timeline, being like, "Oh my god, get a dagger!" Because apparently, a rose and a dagger is like a common, like t- couple's tattoo. Okay. And then Louis gets a dagger. Right. So that like, yeah, apparently that's supposed to be like proof. Um, and some other people say that um, the rose is the rose and dagger combo is like a tattoo design that represents like tragic love like love that couldn't be like properly fulfilled it's kind of tragic if you think about it i mean if you buy it it's tragic yeah okay (laughs) and you do ella you buy it oh too much (laughs) it's just like it's just it i don't know if it's real and i'm just not one for speculating about people's sexualities and like i feel like it, it's just really sad what it did to their lives because, like, they couldn't be seen together really anymore. And, like, they've they've talked about it, like, how they were just sort of, like, they couldn't, they didn't really want to be seen speaking to each other because it was just always getting twisted. Right. And, like, it, and p- when they would get, like, other partners or girlfriends, like, people would just go and harass the girlfriend being like, you know, he's gay like, we know you're a PR stunt, which is messed up. Yeah. I feel like I've, I've got a slight rebuttal, though. Yeah? 
I feel like Harry Styles specifically has spent so much of his career trying to, you know, push his gender nonconformity mm-hmm. and sort of like, you know, I guess non-traditional masculinity mm-hmm. that for him being gay would almost be good for his image. You know, yeah. that would almost build the sort of um, the sort of image that he would want in celebrity status. But but he's yeah. exclusively and openly, you know, had relations with women. Yeah. As well, which I think even if he was he was bi, I feel like that would be more like, oh, look at him breaking boundaries. Look at Harry Styles. But I think the ambu- like the ambiguity of it all just continues the conversation. I guess so. Like it it just is getting more Yeah, I don't know. But then like the whole topic of like is he queer baiting? Is this like an ethical thing? Which that's probably a whole other yeah. <laughs> topic. But I just, especially celebrities, I feel like there's really no reason why they should have to like specify their sexuality, especially yeah. at such a young age. They were like early 20s, like yeah. late teens. like. And especially when you're talking about real life people, like yeah. the way they choose to express themselves cannot be like defined as queer baiting. You yeah. Because like then you're either like, queer or like completely straighty 180 <laughs> cisgendered lumberjack man you know and you can't like lumberjacks are they yeah, the, the but, pinnacle of white men i don't know <laughs> yeah I, I, I just feel like it, when you're talking about real people like you can't say or oh, oh, they're queer baiting because you've got to let them have the freedom to express themselves yeah. in any sort of continuum that they want to yeah and you know, queer baiting is almost a step in the wrong direction for yeah. real life people. If you want to talk about like television show characters yeah. where the writers have planned out these people, mm. it's it's a different different conversation. That's a good point. Mm. Um, okay, but some more proof. Okay, more proof. Um, is that so apparently they are sending subliminal messages to their fans <laughs> through the number 28, which um, the Larrys believe is when the the date they got married so, so they're no, married they weren't even just a little fling oh, they wow. were married to each other in on 28 no uh, of just something in, on just 28. on september 28 2013 okay Wait. i don't know the proof they have of this uh, supposed marriage where does 28 keep coming up where, where where do they see 28 let me tell you oh okay so <laughs> it's Tomlinson's football jersey number. <laughs> and it was the release date of Styles's movie, which he starred in. It wasn't even his movie, Dunkirk, which came out on the 7th, on, on 7 slash 21, which adds up to 28. <laughs> which is... That's so dumb. <laughs> that's, that's like... So I know, I know. Um, and also I thought this one was interesting. So Harry... I think it's the song She. Um, it, he has a lyric called Thinking of You Around 132. And then apparently if you go on to any One Direction music video and skip to one minute and 32 seconds, it's always Louis' face. <laughs> <laughs> like the amount of research he would have had to do. And then yeah. also because the song is called She, like that could be a very obvious subversion that he was talking about another gender. You're not, you know what I mean? You know, I, 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 mm, <laughs> sorry. I think that's probably the most compelling 
piece of evidence you've said to me, if not for the fact that, like, I highly doubt that Harry Styles would have, like, the, the planning capacity to figure out that at one minute and 32 seconds in every One Direction <laughs> music video is a close-up of Lou's face. Like, how would you go about figuring that out? Well, I yeah, mean, if they're truly right. in love, maybe. <laughs> yes, because that's what everyone that. does when they're in love. Yeah. They go through every video and pause at the one moment that their lover's face appears. And it somehow is the same in every single one. But I just think that's so strange because Harry obviously had no say over how the videos were like edited or <laughs> and like the movie thing too. The fact that he was just, he, he was acting in it. Yeah. And like he, he was not in the process of deciding the release date, which is just insane. That's so strange. Oh, we forgot to light the candle. <gasps> hang we on, hang on, hang on, hang on. So, Let me light the candle. Um, we have a not so long standing tradition because we've recorded twice that we record with a beautiful um, cinnamon candle burning. Yeah. That I got for for the stew. For the stew? <laughs> for, for the lockup. For the lockup. Okay. And so now I want to shift a little bit. Okay. I want to get a little bit smarty pants with the analysis of the fandom in general. Okay. Because I think it's a really interesting question. Like what you were saying before, how there's just such like a image of like this hysterical teenage fan who was like lusting after these teen boys. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but in an academic article okay. um, by Hannah McCann and Claire Southerton called Repetitions of Desire, Queering the One Direction Fangirl, she, oh, they say, the conspiracy theory panic around Larry's misses the complex ways that subtext and queer reading are mobilized within the fandom to invoke feelings of queer intimacy and belonging. And then they sort of make the conclusion that these fans are engaging in queer reading strategies to explicitly imagine and interrupt dominant heterosexual narratives and thus queer it's the queering the figure of the fangirl so i think that's interesting because like it's this whole conspiracy it was sort of like a subsect of this fandom and it sort of moves away from like this image of like the screaming crazy like like hormonal girl, but it becomes like a queer space in itself. Like they're rooting for the desire of like two queer people instead of a desire between them and the idol. You know I'm what I mean? I'm going to be honest. I think that is a very generous reading of the One Direction fan base. I think it's an interesting point though. I, I think it's interesting, but I think if you're going to make, make that claim, it seems more, more like fetishizing them than, like, you know, yeah. l letting letting this narrative prevail in a queer safe space. Because you look, you you talked about all the harassment, yeah, to, to their female partners and stuff. Okay, like it seems very much like they're not they're not rooting for them to have this like this gay romance where they can go and like live live their lives out happily and peacefully. There's such an intense involvement from yeah. the community trying to, you know, creep their way into Larry. Larry's life. <laughs> I'm going to use Larry to refer yeah. to both of them yeah. simultaneously. Harry and and Lewis. <laughs> it's too too hard. Anyway, yeah, it feels like that they're it's not just trying to like to let the queer couple win. It's trying to interject yourself into this queer relationship. Yeah, which 
which seems more fetishizing fetishizing than than but i think because there was like that i think the majority of this like community was sort of coming at it at the angle that okay they are together they want to be like expressing their love because like that's what a lot of like the quote-unquote proof is that they're like sending these subliminal messages about how they are in love but it was the management it was like people in power that were prohibiting that and so I see that sort of like rooting for like this queer expression as quite like a radical thing but I also agree with what you were saying yeah it it is quite interesting um it's the same as like (laughs) You know that really bad One Direction fan fiction? That yes, was like After. Written? Is it After? Yeah, it's by Anna Todd. <laughs> and someone gets like adopted by, oh. by One Direction oh, or something? Oh, no, no, no. No, it's like they're on the tour bus and then like they, they all engage in like an orgy <laughs> no! with, with the person what? who gets adopted. Yeah, I forgot what it was, but I remember it being oh. like there was, a, there was a funnily animated, funnily spoken video. Oh, my. And I, I just think... If anything, that that sort of homoeroticism between the boys in One Direction kind of still plays into, you know, the female aggressive fantasy of, ah, look at them. It's just even to a, to a high, higher degree, you know, ah, look at them. They're all fucking each other now. But that's just sort of one video. It's one video, but I think you can generalize that to like, because it's not just like a video. It's a, it's a video about a fan fiction that was written by a fan and that was honestly relatively popular at the time yeah oh ew that's quite it is it is it is i think it's a very complex sort of thing when you start looking into it um Mm. but yeah i just wanted to finish this little conspiracy um on a note um that so there was a lady called caitlin tiffany and they wrote a book called uh, Everything I Need I Get From You, How Fangirls Created the Internet As We Know It. Okay. And which they she has two chapters dedicated to the One Direction fandom and Larry's. Okay. Um, wow. And, like, the blurb of the book is that, like, the book aims to reclaim internet history for young women, establishing fandom not as a territory of hysterical girls, but as an incubator of digital innovation, art, and community. And because... Yeah, the whole point of her book is just saying, like, these One Direction fans were, like, they really created, like, traffic to these sort of sites. Like, they were, like, pioneering how we (laughs) sort of use the internet. And I think that's just an interesting thing because when I I was traveling and I I went to Liverpool and I went to the Beatles Museum and there was this whole room in there dedicated to, like, this thing called Beatlemania. Beatlemania. (laughs) The phenomenon of, like... Young, like all of these young women that would like see the Beatles and faint because like they were just so sexy right. and like um like it was just a room of like all these like photographs of like these screaming crying women and like I think that that like just that narrative of like the crazy girl like but then I think there's also some goodness obviously not the Larry stuff that's all a little bit icky to me so you don't believe in it no Whoa. just let them live <laughs> if and let them live together happily Ella. <laughs> like i i just don't know it just seems like it's also like i saw like a few people saying that like it can be quite offensive because like some of the um like proof was that 
like it was the boys acting like feminine or like like ways that are traditionally perceived as like a gay yeah. thing, which is just playing into like stereotypes. So it like the whole thing is problematic. Yeah. But I just wanted to give a little shout out to the One Direction fandom because I think they they just got a bad rap. Not the Larrys. That's a whole <laughs> other thing. But just yeah. We won't be seeing a rose and a dagger in your Instagram bio anytime soon. <laughs> and also a blue and a green heart is also part of it because um, Harry wore blue tape on his mic on tour <laughs> and Louis had green and Louis' eyes are blue. So Harry obviously chose blue because they're Louis' <laughs> eye colour and they're in love. And yeah. That's so cute of Harry. <laughs> are you a Larry now? No. Did you like all that proof I presented you I with? I loved that proof yeah. that you presented me with. I literally watched an hour of footage. Damn. It was a lot. I'm impressed. And I started to get like a little bit delusional by the end. Like some of it, I was like, wait, maybe they're on something. I feel the same way because <laughs> the, the, the conspiracy theory I have, right, I've got with me. Yeah. Have you ever, have you ever worried that someone, someone in your life has been replaced? With someone else. Yeah. You. Yeah. Me? Yeah. Well, well, may- maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> but no, it, it was very, it was very pervasive back kind of in, in the days of the mid, mid internet, mm-hmm. you know, like around 20, 2016, 2017, the wild west, wild height west. of YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's the Avril Lavigne replacement conspiracy theory. So I've actually heard this one before. Yeah. Because of Shane Dawson. <laughs> because of Shane Dawson. <laughs> um, and I remember I was like 12 at the time and I was like, Fuck yeah. Like that <laughs> definitely happened. I believe this. And th- I saw like all of the analysis of like her moles <laughs> that like disappeared. Did you see that? I, I, I haven't seen the Shane Dawson video, but I've, I've read did, about did it. Did you see the here. moles? I've seen the moles. Yeah. yeah. Her moles disappear. What other, That's what insane. other proof do you need? <laughs> okay, t- tell us the story. I think when I started looking at this, or, or when when I when I even like thought about it, I was like, God, what a crock of shit! <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, they're replacing the thing. But I'm a bit embarrassed to say that the more I read about it, the more <laughs> I was like, Hang on, this is <laughs> no. But I think I've got I've, I think I've got something that explains it all away. Okay, it explains okay. it all away. Anyway, essentially, Avril Lavigne, she sang the Skater Boy song. She was a skater boy. She said she let it I actually can't sing too much of that. Now that we're now that we're on on Spotify. big Spotify, we can't commit copyright fraud. <gasps> that would be terrible. We'll get put in the lockup. Anyway, um, the theory goes that she died shortly after the release of her 2002 debut album, Let Go. The The cause of death seems to vary a lot between conspiracy communities. Okay. The original conspiracy page, which launched in 2003, <laughs> <laughs> which was called Avril Esta Morta, which is... Avril is dead. Avril is dead. Yes! It's not Spanish. Oh, it's what is Portuguese. it? It's Portuguese. Well, I still knew. You still knew? That's even more impressive. I'm just that bilingual. I'm a trilingual. That is so amazing. Because I've heard car crash. I've heard car crash. There was car crash. There was overdose. There was that she got into like some golfing incident. (laughs) (laughs) 
What happened? Avril? No, not, not golfing, snowboarding. She died um, in a snowboarding accident at Whistler Blackham Motel Ski Resort, which um, didn't come up until oh. 2013, which was 10 years after the original theory. Okay. So people cannot come to any sort of consensus about, about how she died. But okay. the important bit is that she's dead. She's dead. She's muerto. She's muerto. And either... See, it's so inconsistent. People believe completely different things. Mm-hmm. Either she was cloned. Mm-hmm. I've heard that. Either she was cloned and replaced with a clone. Or they found someone who looked a lot like her, who was like a groupie for her, who just happened to look a lot, a lot like her. She was a groupie of Avril Lavigne. Yeah, whose name was Melissa Vandella. And in the year in which they coexisted, um, uh, she, she learned how to sing like Avril Lavigne. And they then coexisted. Coexisted. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. And then when, when she died, Avril Lavigne, um, the the corporate executives took up <gasps> the mantle. Yeah, forced Melissa Vandella into the Avril Lavigne persona to keep profiting off her tremendous um, success. So the motives there. The mo- the motives there. You know, she died. She was she was a big sensation. This is, I don't think she was a big enough sensation. Skater Boy was pretty like, crazy. It was pretty crazy. But it's not like, you know, really? the Michael I think Jackson of the time. When I'm died. thinking of like 2000s grunge scene, grunge scene, I'm thinking of Avril Lavigne. She, she was very influential. But like, if I was going to clone any celebrity, it probably wouldn't be Avril Lavigne. So I buy more that she was just replaced with someone who looked okay. a lot like her. Okay. Anyway, anywho. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, again, consensus differs on whether or not this second album, um, Under My Skin, which was released in 2004, was a different singer or was still Avril Lavigne that they had recorded pre- uh, prior to her death and then okay. re- released later. Just some, some things say that everything up until her work in like 2013 was still all just using the recordings wow. that were made back in 2002. Some okay. say that it's a new singer. Yeah, um, the main things, the main um, evidence to support this is um, that pretty much her she looks a lot different now. Her her style has kind of changed too. Okay. She, she's gotten less grungy, more more pop. Classical. Ooh, okay. and, and another thing that I think that was really like quite compelling. damning, compelling for me. <laughs> Wait, are you an actual? Believer? No, no, I'm not a believer. But this was the most um, compelling piece of evidence is that um, on the blog there was this one video which which literally has in huge red text, this is very decisive on the subject. <laughs> and it's like a slideshow of, of Avril Lavigne um, in interviews prior to her supposed death and then afterwards pretty much directly contradicting the behaviour that she outlined for herself oh. in those interviews. So um, she said, for example, that, that she would never want to be a pop girly with like dancers on stage that, you know, dances to music and wears, you know, cute clothes. And then later she ended up having dances on stage and being, you know, that but sort of hyper-pop character. And, yeah, maybe she changed her mind. People maybe it's can a, change. People can change. Yeah. Another thing <laughs> says that she would never, she said that she would never, like, try, try and sell sex to her audience or, like, you know, even show her midriff. She, she, she was put into a photo shoot and they offered her a bunch of different, but this is what she said. And... She she turned it all down. She's like, no, I want to just wear the clothing that I came in. I want to be like a representation of myself, you know. And she didn't want to wear anything cutesy. She didn't want to wear anything revealing. 
and then later she's seen wearing, you know, cutesy clothing on stage and in photo shoots and then, you know, quite, quite sexualized um, music videos. And but she was a woman in the 2000s. She was a woman in the 2000s. She That's could have true. been worn down. I'm going to disprove your theory. Very much so. I, I, I just <laughs> think uh, maybe no. it was the manner in which it was laid out, but it's pretty much everything she said there. Okay. No, it was just I, like I, I understand. Example. I, I think what, what it probably is is the corporate zeitgeist got to her and was like, no, look, Avril, you got to do this. Yeah, this, yeah. Is, this is the image mm-hmm. that we want for you. You don't get to choose your own stuff. And, you know, yeah. the more successful you get, the less control over your work you also get. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, that's the main thing. Her handwriting supposedly is, like, a big source of evidence. Oh, yeah. That we've got, like, handwriting oh, here. Oh, printed out prior. a photo. Yeah, we're looking at it. This is her handwriting. Um, back in 2003, oh. and this is her handwriting oh. in 2017. Oh That's and very different. It does look very different. Like so the handwriting, the newer handwriting is much straighter. It's much clearer. It uses like, it's got like a backwards tilt, whereas the handwriting she has here mm. is very straight. The lines aren't straight. She's kind of like going up and down. Yeah. Oh, wait, that's kind of crazy. It is kind of crazy. That's kind of crazy. And for her handwriting to change that much, it's been like a long time in all fairness. Yeah. I think what what's being overlooked here is what she's clearly writing on in the last image is like texter. Yeah. She's writing with texter here. Oh, she's writing with a very pen. fine pen here. Oh, that's a good So it's going to change the way it looks yeah. a bit. But But look at how it's, she's writing like just like in straight, What's it called when yeah. it's not cursive? Like before, look, it's print. all connective. Yeah. And then that's just yeah. print. Like that's. I've got, I've got another thing that might explain okay. that. Because th- this, what, what's on the left, it looks like it looks like old song lyrics, mm-hmm. right? It is song lyrics, actually. Um, it's probably more likely to be an internal sketch that she was just quickly writing down yeah. for herself. Whereas this she on knows, the right yeah. is a Twitter post. Mm. You know, she's posted this on Twitter. Um. So she might want to make her handwriting look better yeah. so it's more legible for the people she's seeing instead of just for herself. Yeah. That, that's my... That, that's um, one of those things. More evidence is that... Um, or not more evidence. There is another like follow-up conspiracy theory that Avril Lavigne never actually died, but she was thought to be dead <laughs> and then still survived, but was also replaced <laughs> oh. by, by Melissa, Melissa Vandela. Oh, yeah, and the other reason why, why they thought her name was Melissa, because apparently in a photo shoot, um, there was the word Melissa written on Avril's hand oh. in, in oh. the photo shoot. I tried to track that image down online maybe yeah. maybe i'm just a really bad researcher but i could not find that for the life yeah. of me i went in like i went looking in like references in references in references yeah. i even looked up the image itself yeah and Ooh. maybe it was such cause for like conspiracy joking that avril lavigne's um like marketing team just tried to strip it from the internet altogether yeah but even on news sources which supposedly had it embedded it was like link not found wow like it was just not non-existent which is honestly kind of fuel for the yeah, conspiracy right. theory fire like why take it all down maybe i just couldn't find it maybe i'm just a bad researcher yeah. i probably am a bad researcher in all fairness what i've got here is kind of just a slightly highlighted printout of, of wikipedia so <laughs> um 
yeah, honestly, she does look different, but you'd expect Let's her to see. look different in like a couple couple of years. Yeah. Like her build, oh, her frame wait, has gotten different. quite bigger. Oh. You know, her her face. Her face. Her face is different. shape. Her lips look at are that. different. Just just a lot of, mm. of small things. Yeah. You know, her her losing her style. And supposedly what I think is the funniest thing is that her second album, Under My Skin is supposed oh. which was released in 2004 so a year after she'd been replaced supposedly <laughs> <laughs> yeah i got to specify supposedly allegedly <laughs> um contains you know lyrics which express um melissa's guilt <laughs> <laughs> about replacing avril okay so now it's melissa party. actually writing the music and being like oh no apparently yeah which also contradicts the claim yeah. that this is still avril's so voice so no one can make music. up their mind no one can make up their mind but anyway, it's like, you know, stuff about... She's losing her she's mind. She's losing her mind. She fell from grace. I don't know. <gasps> it's not, not like, like we're, we're dead. dead. <gasps> the city's so dead, hanging so high. The rope's so fragile. Oh, um, my God. The truth comes to me and I'm living a yeah. lie. There are also suggestions of, of suicide by hanging in these Ooh. in these lines, which is another possible Ooh. cause of death for Avril. Um, yeah, a lot of stuff from that. A lot of stuff about her voice sounding a bit different over the yeah. years. It's It's really just like way too much individual pedantic like evidence to go over all of it but that's the main goal yeah the mole disappearances as yeah. well it's pretty big like that's there are different moles on her face which move around so are you an avril are you a melissa believer <laughs> i got kind of close okay because kind this. of especially with the larry one i maybe uh, we're not as strong-willed as we thought no like while i was reading it i think yeah, and at the end of the um, at the end of this this blog, the um, the the author who remains anonymous said that um, the lesson that you leave with this is that you shouldn't believe things that you read on the internet oh. because it's it's a fabricated myth and was proved to show how easily people can believe conspiracy theories, right? Oh. But I've seen discourse elsewhere. <laughs> On the on the on the deep forums <laughs> that say this is actually Avril's marketing team or whatever <gasps> hacking in yes! and like seizing control of this blog to try and curb yes of course the they once are once and for all yeah and apparently in her several like rejections of the thing she never outwardly says that Avril Lavigne isn't dead she just <laughs> says like did she just dodge it she just says well I'm here so. That's so scary. It, Wait, that's so. It's like, not scary. She's just yes, trying to be is. funny. She's just like it's making a little joke. It's ambiguous and scary. I'm here. <laughs> well, anyway, that, that's. I I think it's, it's it's a very funny theory. It did it did get my grasp yeah. for a little bit while reading it. It was very. Uh, it, it was kind of a bit too well presented. You know, there was so yeah. much video footage, of yeah. like her contradicting herself. I might go home and have a look, actually. You should. I'm a bit intrigued. Um, but with this next theory, okay. let's... I challenge you <sighs> to not believe it. Oh, wow. It's just so fueled with copious amounts of evidence. I don't mm -hmm. know why this isn't in every single scientific textbook. Right. But it is the theory that the Earth is hollow. It's hollow. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why? Let me tell you. Okay. So, in the 17th century, what what would you have been doing in the 17th century? I don't know, probably herding my cattle. <laughs> well, 
Edmund Halley was not. Okay. He had bigger things on his mind. He was hypothesizing that the Earth is actually hollow. Okay. And this theory was actually pretty much immediately disproved, <laughs> which sucks for him. Right. So, it's basically the idea that the the Earth... Okay, I've heard, like, several variations. Same sort of thing. No one can seem to make up their mind. But it's basically the idea that the Earth is hollow and that there's a hole. There's, like, these sort of, like, entrance, entrances all around the Earth in, like, these different sort of, like, places of spiritual significance, I'm pretty sure. And... But then there's also theories that the Earth is, like, shaped like a C and that at the... At, at like, like the letter C. Yeah, like, it sort of, like, bends in and then in the North Pole there's, like, an entrance into the middle. Okay, I don't know. Um, but let's let's discuss the sort of origins and why people were sort of thinking about this. So the concept of the underworld is, like, spoken about heavily in Greek mythology. Okay. And um, in the Tibetan Buddhist tradition, there's um, – they talk about a city called Shambhala, which is uh, supposedly located inside the earth. And also in Greek myth, um, it's, like, the, these caverns that are on the surface of the earth are referenced several times. Okay. Um, also, another interesting fact is that – Hitler, am I allowed to say that word? On I Spotify? think you're allowed to say Hitler. Yeah. Okay. Well, Hitler sent several ex expeditions okay. to Tibet in the 1930s in search of Shambhala because he thought it would aid his mission to take control of Germany. Really? So, yeah. So he. He was a hollow earther. He was a hollow earther. Okay. <laughs> that probably makes this very. A lot less credible. But you know what I was also thinking? What? I was reading so many theories and they were all just anti-Semitic. Like at the core, it just kept leading back to anti-Semitism. I, I, yeah, well, there, there's a big like overlap there between, is. you know, 4chan <laughs> fascists and conspiracy theorists. Because I found this one and I was like, okay, this one doesn't look too politically charged. Hopefully there's no anti-Semitism. And the more I kept looking into it... <laughs> the more anti-Semitism you found. The more I found. Oh, no. So... Um, so Just ignore that Inside bit. the Earth is called Inner Earth. Okay. And, yeah, so it's the idea that people are actually living inside the Earth beneath us. Um, and on Reddit, of course, on Reddit, there's of a course. whole community dedicated to this Inner Earth theory, the Hollow Earth theory... And I found a wonderfully um, enlightening post on one of the subreddits and he, uh, the Redditor attempts to explain the sort of origins of this place. So I'm going to read it out for okay. you. A cataclysmic event forced a branch of intelligent dinosaurs to seek refuge deep within the earth. These beings, adapting to their new subterranean environment over millions of years, evolved into advanced humanoids reptilians. Isolated in their vast <laughs> underground worlds, they they became what ancient texts refer to as Anunnaki. And I looked it up that word, and they're just sort of like these ancient deities that have been um, found in like several religious texts. Okay. So that's the only sort of like valid evidence of anything that was just mentioned in that. Right. And it went on for a lot longer. That was just kind of the most important i feel that sounds hilarious yeah like, <laughs> that's just the funniest thing and like it was on their reddit they were like 
we believe this, don't try and change our mind. Like, like yeah. it was... Real thinkers. Real thinkers. They're that, trying and, not to change yeah. their mind. <laughs> Literally, and all of them, I was like clicking on all of these people's profiles and they were all like, their bio was all like free thinker, critical, like, just like, and then they were just writing this this stuff online. So I think that's interesting. Um, and so some people have given this... Um, inner earth thing the name agatha which i think is based on like this like this old um science fiction book uh keyword in that fiction book that was written by some dude which um but yeah it they've they've adopted that name for some reason and it's the idea that it's so the middle of the earth is inhabited by thousands or even millions of superior beings who possess advanced technology and spiritual enlightenment and I also read that they believe that there's Vikings as well as Nazis living there. Oh. So. Really got the, the whole whole game. I just, it's very interesting. It's just so many things. Yeah, like, there's so many things. I couldn't When find... you said hollow earth, I thought you were just going to say, like, has anyone actually <laughs> seen the inside of the earth? Okay, but that was so also much... their point because humans haven't developed the technology at this point to actually go all the way to the surface of the, I mean, the center of the earth. But if there are like holes there, but wait, how, how deep into the earth are we talking? Like it, it's when uh, they say hollow well, earth, they believe, I imagine it's like just a little outer, outer strip. They believe in mantle. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah. Mantle and uh, the, like the top two layers. Okay. And that's about it. So just a little hole in the core. Yeah. And they were also like linking all these videos to, like YouTube videos of people supposedly like entering these caverns, <laughs> <laughs> and it just because yeah, I was gonna say if you know like all these spiritual locations where the holes I'd be apparently going there. are you could just go there and prove it easily exactly and if people have tried then um and one of the them. biggest um pieces of evidence for the hollow earth theory is mm. the aurora borealis. Because these lights are caused by luminous matter escaping through the cracks at the poles. I think it's the worst point <laughs> so far for that. <laughs> that says nothing about the conspiracy. It's, uh, it was just, it was a very <laughs> interesting deep dive on the Reddit. There's just too many things to make it consistent. If they like dropped half the things, yeah. then they'd have like, I don't know, some semblance of a theory there. Yeah. There's just so much stuff. That they end up having nothing. Yeah. It's kind of like just reading a book, <laughs> you know? So, um, basically the only thing you need to disprove this theory is gravity. Because um, if it, it wouldn't work if the earth was hollow. Like the body mass would be too light and Ella, we'd all just float. Gravity isn't real. Right. We, we actually Sorry. just sink in the air because Sorry. air is less dense than us. Yeah, no, like yeah. in the center of the earth, all of the Vikings are actually holding big magnets. And we, <laughs> because we got micro, we got microchipped with the vaccine, it's drawing us oh. closer to the center of the earth and holding yeah. us down. Now that's a free thinker. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> this is some free thought we're having. Get me on Joe Rogan. <laughs> Joe Rogan would love you. He would. I would take the piss if I was on Joe Rogan. <laughs> I would just pretend to have the funniest <laughs> beliefs and watch him sheepishly agree with everything I say. But he you does. Know. And then he's he like, I, you can't cancel me. I didn't yeah. say that. 
But yeah, so that's the theory. A game theory. Trump met Pat. Yeah. Retiring. That's so sad. I know. I saw the video. He was like crying. That's really sad. (laughs) He has to focus on his family. It's it's so weird. Sorry, I'm gonna go on a huge tangent here. Away from all these conspiracies for a sec. Every major YouTuber is leaving. Like like Captain Sparkles is gonna stop being like they are all old. It's it it makes I, it makes perfect sense as to why, but it's kind of it's kind of sad because I never pictured like those guys who I watched when I was like eight or nine to now be old enough to be retiring. I know it makes me feel yeah. old. Yeah, like when Dan TDM had a baby. Yeah, that was crazy. It was. I was like, damn. And then PewDiePie had a baby. And Stampy's been married for what, like eight years or yeah. something. I actually don't know. I've got to look it up. That's it's nuts. Um, can I do an honorable mention? Oh, go go for um, it. Um, the conspiracy that Amelia Earhart was eaten by three foot long crabs. What? <laughs> um, I didn't actually really read into it, but I just thought that was really funny. That is funny. Um, that she ended up on a beach in Mexico, but the crabs got to her before anyone else could. Right. Just another honorable mention. What? Five G. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was I was really close to talking I about five G. I thought you were gonna be talking about but that. But then the Avril Lavigne one was real. just so f- yeah, it was a bit too real. Like with all, because like it intersects so heavily with the COVID stuff. Yeah. And we just couldn't COVID go there, 5G. guys. Sorry, sorry, sheriffs. Sorry, no. No, actually, the you're the sheriff this no, time. No, I'm not Ella's the sheriff. The desperado. I'm the desperado. You're the desperado. Little change of roles. Don't worry. Back in episode three, we'll go back to normalcy. Have I been forgiven for my sins in the eyes of the law? I think so. I think you've 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 done your time. Yeah, you've done the let crime. Us all out. You're all free. Thank You're you. all free, desperados. Thank you, Sheriff Omar. You're so welcome. Next time, next time, all you rap scallions, <laughs> remember to show up to your <laughs> show up to your class on time, or else <laughs> you'll be back here. Some of some of you are second time offenders. Hey. <laughs> That's, that's a bad rap for you guys. Um, and send this pod to your friends. Yeah, send to your friends, send to your family. Because I think we need more free thinkers. Absolutely. We need more Larrys. There aren't enough <laughs> people being replaced by clones <laughs> in our fan base. You know what's a crazy thing I read about? What? Apparently, Harry Styles once threw up on the side of the road and two hours later, they drove back and people had, like, erected a shrine. <laughs> On the pile of his vomit. <laughs> like, isn't that... <laughs> that is... That's criminal. If you ever did that, you would be put right here, back in this jail cell. I think that should be a criminal offence. They were following him around and were like, oh my God, his vomit. I thought you were going to say they collected it. <laughs> Tried to like sell Probably it on eBay though. or something. Probably. And it probably would have sold. Harry Styles DNA. Harry Styles vomit. I am Harry Styles. <laughs> this is my fault. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Harry. Have you seen Don't Worry, Darling? No. Neither. Oh, cool. <laughs> but I know that That's he's great. in it. Like he's in Dunkirk, which came out on the 21st of the 7th, which means that he, he's 28 because he's married to Louis oh. Tomlinson. Oh, my God. These are the things you need to be thinking about. I was going to say before I got I got distracted back then. Have you seen Eternals? Like Marvel's Eternals? No. 
it's really bad. Don't watch it. But at the end, like they set up a sequel where Harry Styles is the main character <laughs> in a Marvel movie. <laughs> <laughs> is does he have a love interest? I might have called I Louis. I really want them to make that. What would his superpower be? He's probably well, vomiting. He, he, <laughs> he's meant to be an eternal or something, so he lives forever and just has like general superhuman capabilities on top of like one superpower <laughs> or something. What do you think Harry Styles should come back as in his next life? Caterpillar. A furry yeah, caterpillar. I think that would be good for him. Yeah. Or you know, now that I've said furry caterpillar, I can't think of anything better. Yeah, I That's think like, you nailed it. I nailed it. One try. What would Avril Lavigne come back as? Melissa. <laughs> Melissa. She already did. <laughs> Bad question. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in, Desperados. I had a banger of a time. You've done well. You've done well to be thank here. Thank you. Thank you. Um, make sure to follow us on Instagram. Yeah. Send it around. Tune in. Yeah. Share. Wait, I already said that. Share. Oh, wait, you said that twice. <laughs> um, <laughs> follow us on Instagram. I already said that. Oh. You silly. Oh, sorry. I think that's it. That's it. Oh, review. Yes. We Rate have five like, stars on Spotify. We have nine five-star reviews. Five-star reviews. We're basically famous. Yeah. We're going to start needing like paparazzi like covers. <laughs> We're going to hire some paparazzi <laughs> to follow <laughs> us around. True. True. Yeah, it's going to be hard to find in the wild American West. That's true. The cameras are still pretty slow. Drawing us <laughs> while we're walking around. Did they have cameras in the American West? What about those big ones where you put the cloth over your head oh yeah yeah like the big boxes okay. we're adding more law to this Damn. so we're actually time travelers yeah we, so we're in like 1950s don't, don't say that oh, i'm sorry oh. sorry, sorry. No, that's under wraps i know sorry <laughs> i'm sorry right. well we'll see you all <laughs> next time <laughs> bye bye you naughty you naughty <laughs> <laughs> do not put that in <laughs>